Hi, and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes that they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer. And I'm Patty Marbury, your other host. (laughs) The best host, (laughs) some might say. And we are excited today because it's not just Patty and I, and it's not just Patty and I and a guest. We've got a whole Zoom room full of guests today, which means, Patty, we don't have to talk as much. And our audience is like, yes. (laughs) We have in our Zoom room today, uh, Matt Bonham and Mary Wagaman of the communications team in Finance Matters and Jay Gallimore of the Business Services Group. And if you're in UVA finance and you're thinking to yourself quickly, what do all these people have in common? I bet you can't guess. (laughs) The answer is all three of these people um, have at least obvious to to me as the finance matters person, they have obvious creative pursuits that um, they are involved in, in their non-work hours. And That was interesting to Patty and I, we've done a lot of discussions as the pandemic has continued to change the way that we think about work and our own lives and priorities. We've done a lot of discussion about um, how this situation has changed, what we like to do, made us rethink how we spend our time and whether or not we enjoy that time, and also made us think about work-life balance more and how Mm -hmm. we can become better at what we do by not focusing so much on the time that we spend doing it, but on the quality of the time that we spend doing it. So there's a lot of great information out there, um, some of it which we'll link to in the show notes, about how creativity is great for you both personally and for you as a professional in your own field. So we're going to talk about all those things today um, and talk about it with people who do various things in the creative field. So I'm going to stop talking now and let our guests introduce themselves um, to you and tell you a little bit more about what they do um, outside of normal work hours. How about we start with Matt, because he's right next to me on the Brady Bunch style Zoom screen. (laughs) Um, I'm Matt Bonham. I am the communications lead with UVA Finance and a little bit of what I do um, would be illustration, graphic design, uh, photo and video production, and uh, a little bit of writing here and there, but uh, mostly the others have taken over. Mm-hmm. And we also have Jay Gallimore with us. Hello, everyone. I'm Jay Gallimore. I'm with the Business Services Group, and my hobby is playing music. Just an amateur musician. What you can't see that we'll put a link to in the show notes, an image, is that behind Jay is the most interesting wall of musical instruments. He's got, what have you all of you got back there, Jay? Well, I've got, so the instruments I play pretty much are ukulele, guitar, mandolin, and banjo. I've got an electric guitar hanging back there that I played when I was in high school. Wow. I haven't played that probably since the mid eighties, but it makes a nice wall decoration. It's really nice guitar. (laughs) Got an acoustic bass guitar and a dobro and a fiddle. And I, my, my next instrument, I hope to spend some time with is the fiddle, but 
it's hard to find the time. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have Mary Wagaman with us. Hi, um, I'm Mary Wagman. I'm a communications coordinator for the FST team. Um, and my creative pursuits are mainly, I guess, uh, I, I do some creative writing. Um, and I also draw and paint and do a little bit of like other crafty stuff, uh, like making jewelry sometimes occasionally, but uh, painting and drawing and writing are my main things. Awesome. Now, Patty, do you do anything creatively? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I am probably the most uncreative person you know. I am the kind of person who follows recipes when I cook. I think I'm a good cook, but I'm not a creative cook at all. Um, and um, I can't draw worth anything. I can't even play Pictionary very well. Um, and I do play um, the piano, but I'm also not really all that great at that. <laughs> I'll tell you but, what um, you do that's creative is that you make really funny jokes right off the fly in side chats and memes. <laughs> oh, I do that sometimes. <laughs> but who knew that was my creative person? Um, it's funny though, because I, I, my daughter is my one, one of my daughters, the other one's creative too, but one is especially creative. She paints, she knits, she draws, she, um, maybe that's it. She, they, both daughters play musical instruments um, and they're both musically inclined. Like the one that I just mentioned, Natalie, she sings. She's a really good singer. She plays guitar. They both play guitar. So they're great. And my husband is a musician as well. So they're all creative. And I'm just like the sore thumb sticking out being not creative. <laughs> Somebody has to listen. Yeah, that's right. right. You have to have an audience. <laughs> so Someone has to be the appreciative audience. That's funny. Well, I round out the group by my skills in interpretive toilet paper dance. So I think we have a really good group here and um, we're ready to kind of dive in. Nobody's laughing a bit. Do you guys think I really- I, I just toilet paper got dance? it. Okay. <laughs> they were just like, okay. <laughs> Okay, if that's your creative pursuit, Brandy, that sounds great. We're not here to judge you. <laughs> so as I alluded to at the beginning of our conversation, um, there are many benefits of creativity touted for um, your overall health as a person and for your the rest of your, your health and your productivity in the other aspects of your life. And I thought at first when we were putting this podcast together, I thought, well, we could talk about the work stuff first, and then we could talk about the personal stuff, but I don't think you can divide it up like that. And that really goes against everything, Patty, that we've talked about lately, um, as when we've talked about being like a whole person, that you don't divide yourself up between your work self and your regular self, that there's no such thing. So we're just going to kind of blend the two together and talk about what the benefits are of creativity um, so far as this group has has experienced it. And I should note too that, you know, some of you are very modest when you introduced yourselves and said, oh, I'm just an amateur musician. But Jay, I've seen videos of you playing and I know you're really good. And I work with Matt and Mary on a regular basis. So I also know that they're very skilled. Um, and that you may be thinking out there, well, you know, I just have little hobbies that I like to do. You know, I like to embroidery or paint by numbers or whatever it is. 
those are very creative pursuits too. So just wanted to get that out there as we start the conversation that you don't have to think of this in terms of, you know, being Monet or Beethoven. Any creative pursuit is a good creative pursuit. So let's kick it off. Um, what do you think are one of the, what do you think is one of the biggest benefits that you've seen in your own experience, our, our panel of guests here, um, with living the creative life, quote unquote? For me, uh, um, as far as creative benefits, I do believe that my musical creativity provides many benefits that I do not even real, realize. But the benefit that stands out the most for me is the ability to connect with other people. I am more of an introvert and having a musical connection with people makes it easier for me to interact with them socially. So mm -hmm. that's a big one for me. That's great. Yeah. That's really um, interesting. That way with photography and video, I kind of picked those up as ways to throw myself into groups of people and to be more social, I guess, through creativity because a lot of the creative pursuits jay and mary and brandy you can all attest to this they are solo pursuits so you're usually taking them on alone now if you're in a band or if you're with a collaborative or cooperative of other artists you're working with them but a lot of i guess just speaking for myself a lot of what i do i can you know most of the time i'm i'm alone so um when you're presenting and when you're uh, performing, you know, it gives that, I guess, social aspect or collaborative aspect that really helps get you out of your shell, or at least for me personally, but that's helped a lot. Yes, I, That's really interesting because um, I wonder what the connection is between like personality type and creativity, uh, because as you guys were all talking, and I don't know, um, what any of your like personality types but are but both you Matt and Jay describe yourselves as introverts and Brandy is an intro introvert in the in the sense of the assessment she you don't come across as being introverted um what about you Mary are you what is your um yeah I I would definitely describe myself more as an introvert um, um which yeah. means that basically all of us will get done with this podcast and need like a nap or a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I often need a drink, but that's just because I like to drink. <laughs> but um, it's because I'm a like pretty off the charts extrovert. And so, or I used, used to be, I, I think I'm becoming more introverted, especially since pandemic. I realized that I do like kind of- That's just crankiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I do realize the older I get, I think is that that I do value some alone, you know, like time to just kind of do my thing. But um, but it's, you know, being an introvert or extrovert is about where you get your energy from. And I definitely get my energy from other people. And but I'm also super not creative. And I just wonder if there's a link there. That is interesting. I'm sure it's different, like if you're a performing artist and maybe Jay, like, I'm thinking you're one of, you're obviously the person who would be in front of a crowd. Yes, and that, that's really hard for me. Um, that's one reason I'm an amateur, because if you're a professional, you get paid. And I could never, <laughs> I could never do it professionally. Um, 
with the band, we do play small venues, like um, sometimes a, a brewery or, you know, small stores just for fun, usually for tips. So sometimes we do quote, make money, but it, it doesn't quite pay the gas and the beer tab. So I, I still say I don't make money, but of course I don't do it for the money. Right. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's hard for me, but when I'm with the band and I'm on stage, it's, I'm a lot more comfortable because I've got the other people I'm interacting with and I don't feel like the crowd's focusing on me. Mm-hmm. But I will go to open mics and play solo sometimes. And, and, and it's fun. I, I do it because I like music and what good is music if you can't share it with people. But right. it's, for me, that's a hard thing to do. But, you know, I, I don't want it to sit on my couch and play to the TV. So I've got two questions then. Matt, you said that most of the, I wrote this down because I was like, that's a good point. Most of the people who are creative are involved in a solo pursuit and um, in all the things that I like to do myself, I think, yeah, it's a, it's good solo time. And what happens in my headspace when, when I'm doing what I like to do my interpretive toilet paper dance is um, it has a particular effect on me that I like. So that's why I continue doing it. Um, but there's also what Jay just brought up, the, the idea of sharing it. So can we talk a little bit more about um, what we, t- we started off with it, it giving you an outlet in a way like to interact with the world, um, making a place for a person who's introverted to have like an access point into other people, places, things. Um, what else in your experience does it do for you? Like Jay, I mean, it's different for you because you love music and like that's an auditory thing and like you you hear it and you play it and you adjust it for expression. But then again, I guess it's not necessarily so removed from drawing something or writing something either because you're still creating and responding to what you're creating and adjusting it. So let's let's talk amongst ourselves. I'm going to say something that's going to bring Mary into the conversation because I'm interested to hear about her art because my daughter um, is a very good artist and she she um she doesn't really draw much anymore. But when she was in college, she she drew quite a bit when she was taking some art classes. And she she did a one of her assignments was a self portrait. So the whole the whole portrait was about her and and you know what she was feeling at the time. So it was so it's somebody that was observing the art. It'd be kind of like you're sitting in a museum trying to figure out okay what's that what's that trying to tell me? And a lot of people might not be able to figure it out, but it was very personal to her, and the piece was very. Um, representative of her and things she was dealing with at the time. So, so that's, so she was really putting her personality into that piece. It makes it sound from what you're describing, Jay, like almost like that was a, like an exploration for her, like maybe even a therapeutic thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, very, very much so for some of the things she was going through at the time. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, that sort of leads into something I was going to say about what we're talking about uh, with artists being, or creative people maybe being more introverted is that, you know, being creative is a way of self-expression. So it allows us to say things that maybe we can't say, you know, verbally or something, but we express it through 
music or through photography or through or something. So yeah. maybe that's part of it. Mm -hmm. um, not to, you know, that extroverts can't do that too, but it's just, right. Yeah. Maybe we're more drawn to it that way. I don't know. It's almost like another language that you speak because you don't do the talking as much. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, that's a great point in terms mm -hmm. of we want I, I get again this is speaking for myself but also um what the, you know jay and mary may feel like and yourself brandy too we want to provide i guess or evoke joy in a way that we feel welcomed by other people and where an extrovert may have strengths socially or having their actions or I guess they're more uh, in their exterior environment or their surroundings getting you know uh, their point across or providing value verbally or showing their skills um, in a visual way without I don't know I guess it's what I'm trying to say is we can do that silently and then produce the final product and that evokes we hope emotion um again that's just me kind of speaking that way and that's more on the design or i mean photography too but uh writing you know obviously music and, and visual art um i guess there's a piece of that to where you want to feel uh like you were putting out value and being I accepted, maybe it would be a word, um, but showing your, you know, worth, I guess. In, in yeah, a, I think based sense. on what Matt just said and, and what Mary said, we're kind of circling back to what Patty had mentioned before, um, just comparing the introverts to the extroverts. And, and I don't know that there's any scientific evidence, but it makes me wonder if maybe introverted people are more um, prone to being creative, not necessarily because they have the natural ability, but maybe just because they don't have the ability to do that, maybe in a social situation. So you're putting a little bit extra effort into what you're trying to do. So when it is, when you do, when you are ready to share it with somebody, mm -hmm. then you've done the best you can do. It's so interesting that that idea, Mary, that you brought up and that we've kind of run with here, that it's, it's a, being, creative pursuits are a great outlet for self-expression that you might not otherwise get. Um, some of the other stated benefits or often oft-touted benefits of creativity is that it also gives you greater self-awareness that it's good for stress relief. And I think that kind of dovetails with what we've been talking about, especially not to um, alienate any of our extroverted listeners, but um, you know, we all, or our extroverted Patty, <laughs> we all have regular busy lives with kids and jobs and pets and problems and everything. And Having a creative pursuit, I think, for me at least, um, in one of the articles that, that I read um, to kind of prep for this podcast, it said something like having creative pursuits gives you a different sense of time because mm. it kind of expands time for you 
while you're doing your thing. And I found that to be true, weirdly enough. I hadn't thought about it before that um, I can spend the same amount of time, you know, drawing or writing or whatever, um, as I do, I don't know, putting together a newsletter. <laughs> and one feels a lot longer than the other. Time flies when I'm at work. Time doesn't fly as much um, when I'm doing something that I'm interested in personally, creatively. Um, and I, I think that that's a really valid thing to discuss, that the idea that it, it's not only an outlet for expression, but it can kind of bleed off some of the pent up angst and stress from the, the daily life you lead. For me, uh, drawing is definitely that for me. It, it's, it's sort of, I think of it as my meditation. I, um, oh, that's interesting. I can't do meditation for like stress relief or anything. I, I've tried and I'm not good at it. <laughs> I can do drawing and painting. And like that sort of helps me with stress relief. And um, it, it makes me focus on something just small and just nice. And, you know, I mean, not that it can't be stressful sometimes if I'm like trying to get something right and it's not doing it right. But, but then I just have to like, remember that it's it's okay and that it's not a big deal and it's <laughs> I'm just doing it for fun anyway um but but yeah I I have noticed that when I've, I'm painting especially um it's just nice to, to to sit back and 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 see like the slow progression of it and take your time with it and it's relaxing yeah Jay is it like that when you play yeah, I, I agree with Mary. If I'm, especially, it's relaxing and and soothing if I'm playing a song I already know. Yeah, that that's fine. I'm just playing along and just having fun. But it's kind of like when Mary's talking about doing a piece of art, she's trying to get the right shade or the right draw the right line. If I'm learning a new song, that can be stressful mm -hmm. because you know, depending on my technical ability. You know, of course, I'm always trying to, you know, part of the part of the process is to to learn new things. And a lot of times that involves a lot of practice, a lot of re repetition. And that can be a little bit stressful. But when it gets too stressful, you just switch back and play a song you already know. Yeah. I was just looking at the, the blog, um, trying to remember what new um, higher we had, and I use new relatively because at this point in the warp sense of time we had, it could, could have been like two years ago, but I, I wrote a profile about someone, one of our new hires recently who did um, calligraphy and uh, she said she was learning Chinese calligraphy and that made me think of it. I thought of it when you said what she said, Mary, that you, she said the same thing. I, I don't meditate, but I feel like that's a meditative exercise you know, that detail. And I thought of Lynn Schwar, our, our friend Lynn, who retired not long ago, and the work that she does in dyeing and weaving and fiber art. Like, that's something that you're doing with your hands, or even like gardening, right? Like, mm -hmm. that in itself is kind of a, a creative pursuit in a way. It's something that you focus on that, and it's creative and meditative, meditative, not meditative, Mary, when you first said that, it's like meditation. I thought for a second you said medication. And I was like, yeah, it is like that. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So what about the self-awareness part? Do you, have you found that that's been useful or is that anything? Because that seems like a good thing overall I think, that makes you a good person, yeah. healthy person. I think it helps you again with your own in, unique individuality and showcasing that. I know working in a create like as a creative making my living as a creative I'm a lot more confident than when I was even when I was doing it freelance as a career you still have you carry a confidence with you um but even more so I feel now when it's actually like a full-time you know um I don't know how to profession, you know, you're the, you know, you were a professional then. And even, I guess I'll, I'll rewind it more back when you're, you know, getting out of school, you're trying to build your name up mm -hmm. or, or your skills up. And you may, you know, I had different business related day jobs. I was a contract negotiator. I was other little crazy little business, you know, type roles before I, you know, worked you know, decided, Hey, I want to pursue this in the nights and the weekends. And, and I didn't have the confidence. I had the confidence in my building skills creatively, but I didn't, I couldn't say, okay, I'm a photographer or I'm a designer or whatnot. But once you've built that level of skills, once you've built that experience, you've gotten uh, a lot under your hat, so to speak, uh, you know, with time and, and that experience, it, I think that confidence that you carry doing that creative hobby or lifestyle or actual way of life you know that really helps I think me with my self-awareness and that I'm a lot more confident than I used to be when I was building that up that's really interesting mm -hmm. and I agree with Matt because um for me confidence is a big part of being able to get up in front of people because I mean I've never been good at public speaking standing in front of um, you know classroom and you know, reading a book report yeah it's always been that's not my thing and it's all usually terrifying <laughs> but music music has has made me aware that I can do that if I if I put myself in the position because with music I wanted to do it with school I did not want to get up and give a book report but with music mm -hmm. I want to play music so it's forced me out in front of people and I've learned over the years it's just like with anything and and in in my later schooling in college, when I was given reports, it was a lot easier for me because I learned that, you know, if you, if you know your craft or you know your material, you know, you're confident about, about what you're going to speak about, then it's really not that hard. Right. And the worst part is you have to stand in front of strangers and maybe talk or play an instrument. But right. if you know what you're speaking about and you're prepared for your performance, then it's, it's good and you can you can get through it um for me i think it helps me with the realization that i don't have to be perfect which might sound strange um i like i mean you can you know share your creative pursuits with others of course um and that can help you you know, grow as an artist, um, as a musician, what, whatever uh, your creative pursuit is. But I think it's also important to just be creative for yourself sometimes and to just do 
whatever it is you like to do. Um, and that realizing that it doesn't have to be perfect and that it's fine the way that it is. Um, and that you learn, you know, at the, like, if I'm going to draw a person and I, it doesn't look exactly right. Well, I learned from that and Hey, I still made something when it mm -hmm. was relaxing for me and it still made me feel accomplished and give me confidence, you know, to do it again. Um, so yeah, I, I think just as a person who is, who struggled in the past with perfectionism, <laughs> um, it, it helps me with that. Just like, you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect and it's okay. <laughs> that's really I, I agree with Mary. I think that's a great yeah. point. Um, mm -hmm. With me and music, that's always been one of my, one of the things that's held me back. I, I, I'm never satisfied. I want it to be perfect. And I just got to realize it's not ever going to be perfect. It'll be, it might get better, but I've, I've, I've come to learn that I'll never be satisfied. So I should, I, I should just, enjoy with what I create, you know, what I created and not dwell on the perfection because it'll never be perfect. And I can see easily how that would be a useful thing to bleed over into just your life as a whole. You know, it's good to be happy with, it's good to, to be satisfied with your efforts, to feel less of a press, to be a perfectionist, to be willing to take risks and try new things. All that sounds desirable <laughs> perfectionism is a hard thing i still fall into the like trap of with design and illustration um because i think also with a lot of these pursuits you can also um well i mean you want to benchmark your ability and benchmark your skills and, and things or or you've done that prior whether you've had a mentor or just in the sense of having that um, or where you followed someone, let's say on social media or an artist or, uh, whatever field you're talking about. But I think perfectionism can still be a trap and it's a tough one. Like it's been a tough one for me, um, to get through or get over. And it constantly, you know, comes, you know, uh, back every, every so often with those, um, pursuits. Mm -hmm. So you guys will be glad to know that the health benefits of creativity are cited as it increasing your happiness, reducing dementia, <laughs> improving your mental health, boosting your immune system, and especially for musicians, yay, Jay, it makes you smarter. <laughs> I, better, I better keep practicing then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no pressure. Now we look at you as like possibly the smartest one. Um, but the, I mean, that does make so. sense. <laughs> um, Having played piano and picked up, I picked up violin badly. Let me, I don't want anyone out there to get the idea that like I'm good at this, but um, picked it up during the pandemic. Like things that are hard like that or new techniques with something. Yeah, that does, I think that does something to your, surely that creates new neural pathways, <laughs> right? <laughs> Makes you better at things. So Mary, your point about and um, not having to be perfect I think you can take that a little bit further for some of the folks maybe out in, in our listening audience who are thinking, well, I don't draw and that doesn't sound like anything I'd wanna do. I'm not a writer. I'm you know, not going to pick up an instrument. So I'm really not, I'm not good at these kind of things. So- mm -hmm. Like um, me. <laughs> yes, 
So what do you all say to, what do you all say to Patty, our, our, our extroverted ilk out there who's, who think, well, this all sounds really good. Like, sounds like there's lots of benefits and um, sounds like a great thing, but I'm not sure where I fit into that. With respect to not being able to play an instrument, over the years, I've heard a lot of people say, I can't play anything but the radio. <laughs> and of funny. course, that statement's probably true. I can play Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I was going to radio. I'm just but, kidding. <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't necessarily preclude their ability to learn. So my response is always, have you tried and have you made a commitment to and an effort to learn? And mm -hmm. if the answer is no, then maybe they do have the aptitude to learn and play an instrument, but maybe they don't realize it based on an assumption or some other factor or experience that they've had previously. That's a good point. And of course, if the answer, if the answer yes, at least they got the radio. Yeah. <laughs> you can make Very a heck of a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, that's a really good point. And the thing that stuck out to me about what you said was the commitment because I have taken lessons and I can play. I can play the piano, I can read music um, and I can play the, the um, you know, basic, more of the easy, easy, uh, I, more not so basic, like Mary Had a Little Lamb or Chopsticks or Heart and Soul or any of those, but I can play actual music, <laughs> but, um, what I, what I, what you said that stuck out to me was commitment. And so I remember when we first went home, of course, we didn't realize we were going to be home for a year and a half, but um, I was like, okay, well, while I'm home for the next few weeks, I'm going to start practicing the piano every day. And I said it out loud. I said it to my husband and never did it. I did it for like maybe a couple of days and I never did it. Um, so here I am, year and a half later, having spent a lot of time at home and still not any better at playing than I was a year and a half ago. So I think the point is, is commitment. And, um, you know, as somebody who's not, not committed to it, um, how do you, do you get inspired to, become committed, do you think? You listen to Finance Matters and you want what we're describing. <laughs> I think you have to decide what level of mastery you want to reach. Mm -hmm. and, and if you want to have it as a stress relief to your day job, if you want to um, you know, whether it's, you know, on your breaks or, uh, you know, in the morning before work, you know, during the work, you know, day, the lunch hour or whatnot, and, or evening weekend type pursuit, or is it something, you know, you want to have as a side hustle? Is it something that you want to pursue as a full-time, you know, living? Um, I think if you believe, you know, it's one of those, uh, cliches, but basically if you, you know, believe you can, you will, um, mm -hmm. And like, thing, but it's, I, that's I, I was just saying that's so that's such a good point because like Patty if your if your goal is just to like be able to play and enjoy it play some Christmas carols at Christmas <laughs> um, then that's a different level of commitment than you want to be able to 
um, play at the wine bar. And that's yeah. a good point that Matt makes. And if I was in a musical conversation with Patty, I wouldn't want to hear her say, I, I can't play anything but the radio. I would expect her to say, I'd rather play the radio. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. To that, um, I think, yeah, it, it depends on what you want. Um, like if, if you want to be a certain level, um, you you will probably have to make more of a commitment to it and to study it, you know, practice it every day. But I think it doesn't have to be like that. And it could just be when I, I tried to do that um, as well, try to be like, okay, I'm going to draw for like an hour every single day, or I'm going to write for an hour every single day. And then I realized that it was stressing me out and that um, it made it seem like something I didn't want to do um, because I was scheduling it. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought about it and I was like, no, this is a thing that I want to do. It's mm-hmm. a thing to look forward to. So I'm just going to do it when I want to do it and it's going to be okay. And I feel like I do it more actually now than I did when I scheduled it just because I'm not trying to be like, um, a, you know, I'm a master level artist. I'm not trying to sell my art or anything at the moment, at least maybe I will someday. I don't know. But um, right now I'm just doing it for fun. So I can do that. I think that's a good point. And, and, and the point Matt made about mastery of, of your craft. And I think that that's probably a barrier to a lot of people. Um, if I'm at a music jam and, and somebody comes up to me and we talk about guitar, they're asking me, questions and and they might be one of the people say I can't play anything but the radio well a lot of times people want to come in and and immediately start playing like they've been playing for 40 years Uh and when you can't do that then that that's discouraging and that that's why I always ask them you know have you tried because you gotta you gotta crawl before you learn to walk and And it sounds like manage your expectations too (laughs) Yeah. yeah absolutely So we were talking a little bit before we hit record. That's always the story that we, that Patty and I get to. We're talking before we were recording. Um, We tried to do that less and less so we get it all um, in the the podcast for you. But we had an interesting conversation about the things that people do that are creative. And I've been thinking a little bit more about it as we've had this conversation. And we've got colleagues that I know of who we talked about the calligraphy um, example, but colleagues who like to um, do pottery. Um, Photography is a a pretty common pursuit that I've heard some of our colleagues mention. And um, we talked about Lynn and her fiber weaving. And I don't know, there's just a lot of things that people can get into that are creative pursuits. Um, My mom likes antique dolls and she has like uh, like a an ungodly amount of followers on Instagram and like makes calendars about this and like she makes money a lot of money at this um styling vintage dolls and like doing photo shoots for them it's wow. creepy it's <laughs> funny you don't like that dolls it's creepy but there's a whole group of people out there who really think it's cool <laughs> and I'm awfully proud of her for it because I, I would be too yeah. especially if you're making money I mean please don't you've shown me some that. pictures and when you do when you've it's, sent me those pictures I'm like okay that's creepy 
that's just more of the era of doll that we're talking about <laughs> because okay. they're vintage yeah. dolls. <laughs> they are creepy looking. Um, but uh, I, there are so many ways that people can be creative. And even if um, uh, I was talking to uh, a former colleague the other night and just at, casually said, what are you up to tonight? And she sent me a picture. She was cross-stitching um, an octopus <laughs> that she was going to frame and hang in her bathroom. And I was like, that's super cool. Um, and you know, you might think, well, cross-stitching, you're just following a pattern. That's not super creative, but it still has that, that meditative quality, that expression. Mm-hmm. You know, she picked the octopus. She wanted to have octopus. I am really good at cross-stitching. There you go. See? I've, I've, I That's didn't even think about pursuit. that as being creative because it is definitely following a pattern. And Mary, to your point about being a perfectionist, I, you almost have to be with cross-stitching because it's pretty obvious when you make a mistake, but, but I would redo the whole thing if I made a mistake. So it was, it could be pretty, take me a long time to finish project, but (laughs) I am really good at that. Yeah. I guess, you know, I'm thinking creativity, um, like we started out by when you asked if I was creative and I said, you know, like I can cook and I, I'm a, good cook, I think, and bake and things like that. But I follow a recipe to the T. And so I think of myself as not being creative. Um, I think it sounds like we're talking about a couple of different things here. There's mm -hmm. creativity. And I think that intersects with making things with your own hands. And okay. Okay. I'm creative. Well, I mean, the two have, (laughs) there's some expression in that as well. And there's definitely a lot of the same benefits. So yeah, um, I think that's a, a good point to make here as we're kind of coming to the end of our discussion is that, you know, you might be thinking, well, I'm no sculptor, or I'm not going to be um, doing an oil painting of the sunset, but that's not necessarily what we're talking about. Um, and it, as our panel has talked about, you know, it can be something that you do just for your own pleasure and you never show a soul, or it can be something that you do it in front of an audience, like Jay performing, or I think of when Matt said, um, you know, photography was a way for him to like be out there amongst the community. Um, I've seen some of the cool pictures that Matt's done at concerts. And as an introvert myself, I think what an ideal way to experience something, like have a legit reason to be there, not really have to interact with it as a person, but be behind the safety of a camera. <laughs> And still be making the creative choices of what you're you're doing. Um, you know, there's varying degrees of creativity, I guess, in crafting, but there are so many access points for people to experience the benefits that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has been a really great conversation. Matt, Jay, Mary, thank you for being here today. Um, this is a departure from what we usually talk about, but it's an important part of overall health and wellness and enjoying your time here on earth. So thank you guys. We really appreciate mm-hmm. you being guests. You've made thank me you. feel thank better you. about myself. <laughs> you, and you, you have uh, inspired me. I'm going to go like, I can't right now because my husband's in the other room having a meeting, but I'm going to go practice piano this afternoon. Sweet. That's awesome. good. Uh, make a recording of it and I'll link to it in the show notes. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, listening audience, as always, we really appreciate you tuning in. If there's something that you think would be cool for us to talk about, or if there's a book or a 
inspirational speaker or something out there that you would like to hear more about, we're happy to take one for the team and do a book report and get back to you on it. Or if there are other topics like this or cool people that you know of who are doing cool things, please get in touch with either Patty or myself. We love to have guests because they have cool things to say and we have to talk less and they make us feel better about ourselves. <laughs> so until next time, um, keep doing what you do and keep working hard because what you're doing matters. Thanks everybody. Thank you.